present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second visit to Southport, the jewel in the crown of England's northwest coast. Southport is rightly proud as the home of Red Rum. The famous racehorse was trained here, running on the sands and swimming in the sea. Red Rum won the Grand National in 1973, 74 and 77. And then in 1978, the 100 metres backstroke. Among Southport's many varied events, the town hosts an annual air show with visitors enthralled by displays of air from all over the world. <laughs> this, this, year, this year's event was won by Albert Greasby of Warrington who gained gold rosettes in three categories. Longest piece of air, dried air mounted on card, and mixed preserved airs in a sealed glass jar. Mr. Greasby put his success down to the rich and fertile loamy soil found round his bicycle pump. <laughs> Every 12th of July, Southport hosts an Orange Men's March. This year included Robert Kilroy Silk and David... <laughs> and David Dickinson. Britain's last chief hangman, Albert Pierpoint, lived here in Southport. During a career spanning three decades, Pierpoint is credited with executing 433 men and 17 women, including six U.S. soldiers at Shepton Mallet, 200 Nazis at Nuremberg, and a parking meter attendant in Withenshaw. <laughs> that last one being a private job. <laughs> Let's meet the teams. They are on my left, Barry Cryer and Graham Garden. And on my right, Tim Brooke-Taylor and Jeremy Hardy. And eager as ever to settle down on my left hand, please welcome our fragrant scorer, the delightful Samantha. We kick off with a look at our language in the round called Uxbridge English Dictionary. English is a rich and complex language, so it's often difficult to understand the subtle differences in meaning between certain terms. For example, many people don't appreciate the different functions of solicitors and barristers. Well, those of us who've taken the trouble to read our dictionaries know that a solicitor is one who draws up legal documents and prepares cases for court, but is not allowed to plead or prosecute in the High Court whereas a barrister is what you hang on to on the stairs. <laughs> However, meanings are constantly moving on, and I'd like the teams to share with us any new definitions they may have spotted recently. Graham, you can start. Uh, Winnie Bago, a horse with a bad back. <laughs> Jim. Titillate, delayed puberty. <laughs> 
Gary? Binge, where Sean Connery puts his rubbish. <laughs> Jeremy? Uganda. Go and have a look. <laughs> Carmelite, a half-hearted Buddhist. <laughs> Karma light. Yeah. <laughs> Midwifery, part way through breaking wind. <laughs> Arboretum, a dockside restaurant. <laughs> Mice, plural of mouse, unless said by the Queen, in which case it's the singular. Palmer Light. <laughs> Geriatric, next time Germany starts a war. Large S, a large S. <laughs> Surcharge, cash for honours. A curlicue, a Welsh dog. <laughs> Could you explain that curlicue again? <laughs> Barry will. Right. Carmelite. <laughs> Fundamentalist, give money to David Icke. <laughs> Sorcerer, even more of a saucer. <laughs> <laughs> Melody, bit like a duck. <laughs> Snuff box, a coffin. Argy <laughs> oh. oh. Bargy, owner of a narrow boat in Buenos Aires. <laughs> Bloater, Japanese straw hat. Pie crust, what you get if you don't polish your pike. I've been thinking about that curly yeah. <laughs> I think I've got it. Good. Are you enjoying retirement, Humph? <laughs> it's a mixture of cur and look you, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right, yes. yes. It's a that's mixture it. of cur and look you. Yes! I see the next round is all about boasting, with the teams taking roles as swankers. <laughs> Typecast again. Actually, Barry Crowe will be at something of an advantage here, as he really does have something to boast about. Yesterday, Barry was driven to the dentist by his wife and insisted he extract a bad tooth immediately. There was no time to waste on an anaesthetic, as Barry needed to get to the off-license before it closed. <laughs> So the tooth was pulled and how brave Barry was in ignoring the excruciating pain as he helped the dentist to hold his wife down. <laughs> okay, we'll start with you, Tim. You're at a party and you're just about to initiate a topic of conversation which allows you to boast about something. The rest of you take turns to outdo Tim's boast until I honk when the next panelist has to initiate a brand new topic of conversation and start the boasting all over again. Okay, off you go. Tim. I've got a wonderful new gardener with real green fingers. I've got a, a gardener for my gardener, both with green fingers. 
I actually grew my own gardeners. Uh, yes, I, I, I've just got a little old lady who comes round, but she's got completely green arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're tough, aren't you? I was <laughs> going to talk about my little old lady that comes round, but it's just as well I didn't have a child. <laughs> I've, uh, I have to say that I can always get to see my bank manager. My bank manager actually lives in. He lives in the house. He's up before me. Lives in your house? One of my houses. All oh, right, not Blue the one, not the house you live in there. Uh, yes, uh, they're marvellous. These in in house bank managers. We've got several at home. Uh, one in most of the rooms. Um, uh, we've got an ensuite bank manager in the guest room now. <laughs> How quaint you should all have it at home. My, my hmm. bank banks with me, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Our, our, our nanny is actually comes from Iraq. It's kind of a nanny state now, really, Iraq. Anyone from a war zone is so grateful to be in your house. Well, you know, that's rather hard to top. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a nanny who comes from one of the most peaceful places on earth, um, a little place uh, just outside Tring. <laughs> and she's an absolute godsend, apart from the veil. I'm really too old to have a nanny, but... Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we uh, trained a goat to be our nanny. Um, and a good job. Our nanny does the ironing, and we don't have to pay her at all, but she's here to learn the language, so I think that's fair. Our nanny does the ironing, and um, quite a lot of ironmongery as well. <laughs> and, uh, and cast ironwork. She's built an entire fence. Uh, a cast iron fence right round our youngest. <laughs> our, our nanny is uh, 14 foot high. Our nanny's a trained spot welder. <laughs> our youngest son got a lot of spots and she <laughs> welded them all into one enormous spot. Our nanny can kill a child with her bare hands. <laughs> yes. Well. Uh, has introduced the idea of the naughty grave to the family as well. <laughs> and another topic. I taught um, Gordon Ramsay absolutely everything he knows. It took him ages to learn the C word, but in the end we got there. Cooking, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I taught uh, Gordon a couple of recipes, and uh, he uses them in his restaurant, and he's very grateful for them. But um, I suppose my biggest triumph was when I catered um, World War II. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Um, I catered for uh, the Great War and the Vietnam War and the Korean War, and one or two I've forgotten. <laughs> they were very pleased. Ah, you've wrong-footed me there, because I was going to say it was a good Korea move. Uh, <laughs> I was with Jesus at the Sermon on the Mount, and he turned to me and he said, he said, I've got to feed 5,000 people, we've got some bread and some fish. I said, get slicing, baby, we've got to make these very thin sandwiches. It's now time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. But first, I noticed from the Mornington Crescent web blog that we've received nearly 7,000 hits this week. 
which means catapults are making a comeback. <laughs> we also received this postcard from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. She writes, Dear Debretts, can you tell me the correct way to address an Anglican bishop? I've got him wrapped up, but I don't know where to stick the label. <laughs> Yours in haste, Mrs. Trellis. This week, teams, as we're in Southport, we'll play a version of the game enjoyed by Emperor Napoleon III of France during his time here in exile. As you know, it's called Mornington Croissant. The game still follows the standard English ancient and modern rules with a few typically French modifications. Chalk Farm or Shepherd's Bush gain the player a three-move subsidy, and as you'd expect, the mention of any mainline station will cause the succeeding player to miss a turn or go on strike. <laughs> Tim, you can start. Um, Frognall Lane. Very good. Rains Park. Oh. Yeah. Parsons Green. Oh. oh, you've been well, practicing, haven't you? Mm. Um, uh, Parsons Green. Oh, no, Piccadilly. 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 Don't yeah, you yes, you can't yeah. confer. I wasn't conferring, I was just asking Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I see your point. Mm. Terribly sorry, I didn't realize it. <laughs> Um, Piccadilly. Yay! Yes, you see, Barry agrees. <laughs> Piccadilly. Hmm. Into Short it. farm. Uh, Shepherd's Bush. Yes. Mm. Yes. 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 Okay. Tooting that's Broadway. Right. Well, that's. Uh, oh. Yeah, that seems clever, but... <laughs> Temple? Bastard. Uh, Mornington Square? Oh, boy. Oh, well. St Pancras? Yeah. Yep. Hang, are you hang, missing, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's a mainline station. Oh. And as I said before, the, uh, uh. the succeeding player has to miss a turn then. All right. As nobody succeeded, we'll carry on. <laughs> um, Arnest Grove. Clapham, common. Oh, oh gosh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He will, he will. He will. He will. He'll go for it. He will. Platts Lane. He did. Mornington Quasar. Before we move on, I have to mention that we've calculated that today marks Graham Garden's 15,000th broadcast. <laughs> and I'm delighted to say he's decided to celebrate by not having sex with a dairy herdsman. <laughs> well, we have to move on, but I'm not sure I want to read this bit. It says, the next round we come to is called Complete Bastards. <laughs> Shocking. Don't they know it's the next round to which we come is called... <laughs> 
I brought along a selection of unfinished quotations from some of the world's most unpleasant human beings, such as Adolf Hitler, Benito Mussolini, and Richard Branson. <laughs> Hang on, Branson doesn't deserve to be included with Hitler and Mussolini. They managed to get their trains to run on time. <laughs> Okay, teams, here are some quotations for you to have a stab at. Jeremy, we'll start with you now. Can you complete this quote of Adolf Hitler? Great liars are also... Corgi registered. <laughs> the answer is great magicians. Now for you, Tim, here's a quick one from Robert Mugabe. The only white man you can trust is... Michael Jackson. The very unpleasant answer is a dead white man. Very few quotes. Charming. And another from Adolf Hitler. Make the lie big, make it simple, keep saying it, and eventually... Finish with a song. <laughs> or as it says here, they will believe it. Finally, Graham, could you complete this quotation of Benito Mussolini? This is the epitaph I want on my tomb. Here lies... Milan City Council, lamppost 3578. <laughs> The answer is one of the most intelligent animals who ever appeared on the face of the earth. <laughs> oh, he was right too. Okay, here are some for any of you to have a go at. The first is from Genghis Khan. The greatest happiness is to scatter your enemy, to drive him before you, to see his cities reduced to ashes, to see those who love him shrouded in tears, and to... Finish with a song. <laughs> The answer is, gather into your bosom his wives and daughters. Oh, God. Here's from, a quote from Caligula. I wish the Roman people had only... Fools and horses on TV. <laughs> the answer is, one neck. <laughs> this time it's from the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm melting, melting. Oh, what a world, what a world. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I'll be sacked from hosting The Weakest Link. <laughs> the answer is, a good little girl like you could destroy my beautiful wickedness. Michael Winner, calm down, dear. It's, it's always been this shape. <laughs> I'm not going to insult anyone's intelligence by saying what the answer to that one is. And another one. This line is from Richard III. Shakespeare, it says in brackets. <laughs> a horse, a horse, my... My letter to Santa has been answered. <laughs> of course, it's kingdom for a horse. Oh. Oh, yes. And finally... Here's one from Saddam Hussein. My name is Saddam Hussein. I'm the president of Iraq, and I want to... Be Al Jolson tonight, Matthew. <laughs> right, the answer is negotiate. We move on to a new music round now. I always think a snappy title is an indication of how good a new game will be. And this one is called... It's a four-part singing relay knockout competition game. <laughs> Sans Frontier. The challenge is for the four players to sing a song taking one... <coughs> oh, you are kind. Hump's Coffin. Is it ready, Hump's Coffin? 
The challenge is for the four players to sing a song, taking one word each at a time. Players will be eliminated according to their level of incompetence until only the winner is left, and this shouldn't take too long. <laughs> Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell. Listeners may be impressed to learn that Colin has recently been doing... There was an applause. <laughs> Listeners may be impressed to learn that Colin has recently been doing arrangements for the Barber of Seville. It's reckoned to be one of the neatest displays of condoms ever. <laughs> okay, teams, your song, your song is Chanson d'Amour, and I'd like you to start Barry. Chanson d'Amour da 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 here in my heart da da more and more da 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 I was late with the da, was I? Yeah, you're out. Oh, God. It does hurt, Tom, you know. Oh. So you, you, you carry from... on, then. Carry on, Jeremy. Each time. Each time. Here. Ra. Da. 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 Chanson. D'amour. Every time. Here, chanson, chanson, I was moved by that, but security headed me off at the far exit. <laughs> Let's try another song. This time it's Run, Rabbit, Run, and I'd like you to start Graham and get a move. On the... Um, every Friday... On the... Um, it's Rabbit Pie Day. So every Friday... That ever comes along... I get up early and sing this... Little town. Rabbit. Run. Barry. Rabbit. What? Not again. You're out again, yes. I've come out once. I'm not doing it twice. <laughs> that closet sorry, door's I'm banging sorry, like. Uh, you, uh, you, you, you came in in the wrong place. In the wrong game, actually. <laughs> right, -o, you start, Jeremy. Rabbit. <laughs> run. Run. Run, rabbit, oh. run, 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 but bang, 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 late, late, and also a frog in the voice. <laughs> Tim, you're out. That leaves just you, Graham, and, and, and Jeremy. Farmers, rabbits, <laughs> run, 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 run. 
Run! The late round. You were late there. Finish it off, Jeremy. Run! Without soul. Grab it! <laughs> Oh dear. Well, you've got to cry, haven't you? Was that well, all right? I, that was brilliant. It was, yes. Don't it should have me. ended on run, but I'm not going to quibble. Well, I see it's very nearly the end of the show, but it's just time to squeeze in a round of Miser's Film Club. Samantha has to nip out now as she's off to see an elderly gentleman friend. She says he's a bit of an old curmudgeon who doesn't like spending his money. But Samantha says if she butters him up properly, she can occasionally get him to splash out. <laughs> He's 85! Okay, teams, will you please suggest some titles of films likely to prove popular with an audience of mean old skinflints? You can start this one, Jeremy. Breakfast at Tesco's. <laughs> Tim. Copperfinger. <laughs> Barry. The Discount of Monte Cristo. <laughs> Graham. Ryan's Private Savings. <laughs> Four movies for the price of one. The Magnificent Seven Dwarfs for Seven Samurai. The Borrowers. <laughs> Gordon Brown's School Days. Tight Arse Andronicus. <laughs> Second-hand clothes and counters. <laughs> Carmelite. <laughs> A fistful of lira. <laughs> Watership hand-me-down. <laughs> Bring me the horde of Alfredo Garcia. And so... Got some water. Don't laugh, these are famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen, as the smoker of time steps outside for the cigarette of fate and learns how dangerous smoking is if you step out of a cable car, <laughs> I notice it's the end of the show. So from Samantha, the teams, myself, and the fine folk at Southport, it's goodbye. Barry Pryor, Graham Garden, Jeremy Hardy and Tim Brooke Taylor were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith. <laughs> And Humphrey and the team will return at the same time next week here on BBC Radio 4.